Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we discuss cannabis's place in the game along with a preview of Indian Valley. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 61. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Hey, hey. Special, uh... Sup, bro? <laughs> special 420 edition today. Far out, man. <laughs> uh, big holiday here in the city, obviously, in San Francisco. They pretty much shut down Golden Gate Park for all the stoners. Uh, it's to quite get out a there. scene. I got did my work uh, a little bit affected by it this afternoon and was down there amidst it all. And yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot of people, um, but everyone seemed to be having a good time and Doing their thing, so it's come um, a long way. Yeah, I, I mean, say. stoners aren't going to get that out of hand, right? Um, I remember I'm, when I first moved to the city, going out there and seeing how seeing the spectacle that is at Hippie Hill. Yeah. Oh, dude, now it's like they got gates and stuff yeah. getting into it. Yeah. Um, I remember being out there and watching the the cleanup crew come uh, of ATVs and shit. The, the police used to go out there and like, dude, it was just trash. Yep. But now, but now they're managing it, they're accepting it and embracing it, which I guess is the best case scenario to have some presence out there. Yeah. Then you can limit in to the, uh, you know, people that are assholes ruining the few right. that are ruining the, the good time of, of the masses out there. Yep. Um, so shout out if, you know, we're pretty 420 friendly. Um, we're not the type cause we're adults to take the day off and just go get high in the park. <laughs> no. Um, and, but Whatever. If you are, no judgments. Be cool. Yeah. Pick your pick your trash up so you exactly. don't affect my boot camps in the morning. Right. And I mean, <laughs> it's just an asshole thing to do. The city's already letting you join it together and smoke a federally illegal drug. But I saw so many uh, so many dudes walking around with bong bags in towards the Hippie <laughs> Hill area. You know, and what it reminds me of is that uh, it reminds me of when Ricky Williams like quit playing football and was like up in Mendocino and that remember there was like, yeah. like he just disappeared from training camp. Yeah. And then like the first picture that surfaced <laughs> was of him with like a huge beard up in Mendocino County with what was clearly a bong transferring bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're 420 friendly. I mean, obviously it's California. We're in the, in the, in the Bay area and then obviously San Francisco, very progressive. Oh yeah. I'm not sure I mean, what, what the, what the rules are for most of our listeners, but I, I would assume most of them are here in California and most of them probably have the same. And shit, dude, we're getting legal all across the U S now. Yeah. So yeah. So normally we, we, uh, if we don't, we don't partake while we're podcasting, but I think we're going to today. And we'll see how this goes. Yeah. And if you're not legal and you're stuck in the middle of the United States, write your congressman after this. It's time to get that shit legal for you. Uh, golf golf podcast that's pre- preaching uh, involvement in the community. Gotta love that. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, marijuana, cannabis, and its place in the game. Uh, just you know, some top five cannabis items you got to have in your golf bag when you're going to go play. A lot of other stuff. Uh, we're going to preview Indian Valley, which is a little course up here in uh, Novato in Northern California. Looking forward to that for really good things. And then um, we'll wrap it up with a little bit of PJ talk and the Zurich Classic, little golf gambling. And then, of course, we'll wrap up with our with our up and down. 
Um, we'll just jump right into Indian Valley. Indian Valley preview here, a Robert Nyberg design. And if you've never heard of Robert Nyberg, oh, it's because I have not. He's the, this is the only course that he's ever designed. I couldn't okay. find a single other one of one. One of one. So I'm actually kind of interested in seeing that because you see, you know, most courses that we play, the person who's designed it or the architect has designed it. Has designed many. Has designed at least several, you know, and it's going to be hard. To, it's not going to be hard, but it's going to be interesting to to kind of see what, you know, just some random dude, essentially, how he laid out this course. I've, I've heard very good things about this track. So I, I. It looks cool. Um, somewhere I've always wanted to play. Seems reasonably priced for right. a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I did did some digging. Uh, it's a 6,400-yard par 72 um, with a slope of 124. And so for our listeners to put that into perspective, average is 113. So that's so, a challenging course. So it sounds like it's going to be a little challenging. Um, what I've heard is the greens are, are really nice. That's probably the highlight of the course that I've heard. Um, they're Poana. So they're going to be just like Presidio, obviously. Getting out there in the morning before the bumps. Fairways, rye, bluegrass. Um, but yeah, the, the greens are typically in great shape. We've got a little, a little bit of a inside scoop here from Dylan Smith at Dylan Smith Golf. He said, I'm uh, sure he's played this course a number of times. He's the one who recommended it and, and really got me interested in, in playing playing this one. Um, he said, it's an old school NorCal course. <clears throat> the views are awesome. It's fun to be on course out in nature. And that's every review I saw online. Um, a lot of elevated tee boxes. Greens are nice when they're in good shape. Um, talked about the par four. Uh, there's an outdoor lift thing. You take up a hill if you walk. And then... A little tip is if you want to hit balls, chairlift. Yeah, chair. It's like a like a gondola. It's like a gondola. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like a gondola that doesn't leave the ground. It's like a you know those things like that drive you esca- up a wall. A escalator for golf. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, there's that, and then he says uh, one little secret is you can go behind the pro shop and hit balls into the water, which is a huge like river or lake or something out there. Biode- um, bio biodegradable balls. No. <laughs> Bio-friendly balls. Hemp balls. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so, basically, it seems like it's mountainous. Elevation changes. So, it'll probably be similar to to Presidio, <coughs> I'm thinking. The pictures look great. All the reviews I saw said the same thing that, that Dylan said, pretty much. Yeah. I've, uh, like I said, I've always wanted to play there. It always comes up on, like, the Supreme Golf or Golf Now, whatever. Golf Moose, too. Yeah. And, Most of the reviews uh, I saw were on Golf Moose. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to just playing a nice round early in the morning. Um, I'm going to try to get a good night's rest prior and uh, get past these little mental woes that I've, I've had uh, the last few rounds and just uh, bring my focus is yeah. what I plan to do. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Bring focus, have fun. Um, and it's going to be great to, of course, have to, some get, fun. to give a course review after that. We haven't done one in a while. It's crazy that it's been that long since we played a brand new course together. That we, we did. Played. Uh, well, we, we played the Corica North. That's right. But we, we, we still we haven't decided not thing. to review it cause we haven't played the full thing. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah. And, but I mean, to your point, it has been a little while, so 
Uh, yeah, should be cool. Yep. Um, yeah, so we'll review that next week. I don't got nothing else for the preview. Should we just dive into our 420 discussion here? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Special topic, obviously, with the, the day being 420 today, kind of felt it necessary to change it up a little bit, have a little fun. Um, and I've noticed in golf too, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of sponsorship and a lot of presence around CBD. Now it's not THC and like the psychoactive part of it, not a scientist. I'm not going to get into that, but the benefits that I, I mean, you know, more of the benefits of, no, that would be a cool to, uh, touch base on and and chat a little bit on too, but you, you definitely see, um, you notice it. There's a lot of guys that are like Terra CBD and stuff, and it's it's definitely pushed in the golf game. So, um, so I do have some questions for you on this right. because of your your background um, in terms of knowing the human body and how that shit works. I think uh, one thing that first came to mind was has like has it always been legal? Like like has what, CBD? CBD? Yeah, and so uh, I had to look this up. It's been legal since 2018, and obviously we we've seen, and that's because they removed it from like Olympic drug testing. Yeah. So my guess is it probably hasn't been, and once it got removed, because everyone uses like USADA and WADA, right? Right. U.S. anti doping and then World anti doping as the standard. So once they kind of let up, then I think you were good to go. But because I I would imagine I'm not sure on this I would think on for a CBD you would still test positive for marijuana you run you, you, you run the risk uh, and so I had to do some some homework on this because I know that you because it's very still very low THC in the CBD strain well and how they manufacture it, it's not regulated like other things are in like pharmaceuticals yeah for example. yeah 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 so you could still get trace amounts of THC in in at least what I read um, and so I mean we saw we saw Tiger Woods when uh, a master is chewing the CBD gum. Yeah, you Phil see, we, we see arguably the chewing the CBD gum too. Yeah, we've seen uh, Phil with the tinctures. Yep. It's, um, I mean, so it's kind of the Wild West, to be honest, because like you just said, it's unregulated. So it's it's not a pharmaceutical weed in general because it's it's been such a, it's been classified as whatever, a Schedule C or I forget what the term is, but right. right so you can't even do research on it to see if it is helpful because it's it's in this classification of drugs that so it's you know that's not to get into the the politics and the political side of it but that's just the re- that's why there's no research out mm-hmm. on it that CBD's claims are all that it's like it's non psychoactive and right. anti inflammatory right mm-hmm. um, it helps with like stress and stress I mean anti- yeah and so there's so much. Uh, I don't know, like anti-inflammatory, anti-stress. Like, I mean, you would think just regular weed is anti-stress too, right? right? But but for some people, everyone reacts differently to stuff. So, uh, f- from for the most part, I think CBD, they, the way they advertise it and stuff is like recovery, right? Mm. Billy Horschel cited uh, he won a tournament or whatever when it was first being able to use CBD, and he said it helps him with his sleep. Yeah. Um, so also part of your recovery, we, you know, you can do weed, regular weed, right? Non-CBD, THC weed and just hit a heavy indica for your sleep as well. Yeah. So who knows, like, you know, who knows, maybe he got just 
actual weed, right? And he was just saying it was CBD, right? <laughs> no, no, but he, but uh, he's saying it was CBD. Like yeah. he, he said he's been trying. He's been. But who knows this. if that was what, like actually what it says, right? On, right. on on the, the from the the label to what gotcha. is actually what you're actually consuming. You're right? saying because that that's he's just the wild wild west. Even this, and this has been the case for like the supplement industry forever, right? That's why you get guys that test positive off some things that they think were over the store bot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You always see like a, a baseball player. He's like, dude, I just took like whatever. No explode, but it's in the same facility that's being manufactured. Right, you can get some runoff stuff, so you never know what you're actually getting. Um, yeah, but I guess long story short, right? The the I don't think there's not any physical like there's not any hard evidence that shows anti-inflammatory effects, right? Because they just haven't been able to do research on it. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure it, it clearly helps. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this large body of people. Yeah, using um, it. I think, I think you know, typically like the rubs and stuff, I'm going for more of the recovery aspect mm-hmm. of it all. The rubs and the like that, it, all of that stuff, it's typically mixed in like a Bengay type cream, right? Mm-hmm. So like some eucalyptus, whatever, you know, some local kind of very light topical anesthetic and then – and. So I think it, you know, that also is going to help you feel better, right? Mm-hmm. If my hamstrings tighten, I put Ben Gay on it. It feels good, you know. Mm-hmm. And basically, a lot of the CBD creams are the same shit, just with the CBD in it too. So, okay. is it that that's making you feel better? Is it the dub, the mix up? Like, yeah. I don't know. If if putting CBD cream on your elbow after a round of golf makes you you feel better. Then like who, who gives can, a shit, yeah, right? Who, who like, tell, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's my stance on it, really. Um, I mean, but and we're seeing sponsorships like crazy. Every, Medterra is one of them. You see a lot of the Bubba Watson has one. Bubba, and so I don't. It's weird. I don't know about you. When I've I've tried to take like a CBD gummy or whatever, like it doesn't really do anything to me. And maybe that's because we indulge in THC. Right. So you're not. So like we just don't. I, I've never felt like relaxed or hitting like the tincture. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. where some guys say it helps just relax them. So, uh, regular weed does that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I under I get that uh, as far as. But I, I don't know. I've never taken like a CBD gummy before I've played as like a, you know mental performance enhancer yeah i think i think there's been some uh gummies that are had like cbd is like a portion of it right it has like the thc component and then it has yeah. the yeah i like that i like i like i like a little but i don't notice the i don't notice the cbd at all not at all i uh, yeah again i think we're consuming <laughs> too much thc right, right, and right. That's, uh, <laughs> um i mean so obviously so it's placed in the game when you use, I mean, you obviously use it when you're playing golf. I mean, we both do. Uh, do you think that it helps or hurts your game? Does it help certain parts of your game? So Does I it think hinder? it's a fine line, like many other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I think probably a little less finer of a line than alcohol consumption yeah. on course. Um, but I think it, for the most part, I, I guess if you, it depends what you're smoking and like what kind of you know what you like to smoke. And, and what kind of golfer you are. So for myself, when I play, I like to uh, I like to do two things. I like to either take like a little capsule, a 10 milligram uh, jelly capsule. Because mm-hmm. I know 10 milligrams isn't going to get me crazy high. It gets me a little body high. I like to be less 
sativa e. So even in like in the morning, if I'm playing, I'll probably still hit like indica. a indica or like I said, I'll just do a, a little 10 milligram cap because for me, at least when like I already get enough, like I'm already enough of a head case when I'm playing golf, <laughs> right? So when I hit like hella strong sativas and shit is where I find myself like not being able to start my swing because I'm thinking like a million different things in my swing, Interesting. you know? Yeah, I totally, um, yeah. And so I like a like a little heavier kind of like make you a little more stony feeling mm-hmm. uh, joint or consumption on course. It's going to relax my body, right? You get a little more of a body high so you can kind of feel and touch with your body. And then yeah. less thoughts. Less thoughts are better thoughts for me. Right. What about yourself, sir? Um, I mean, like my experience with weed in like working out, for example, I like going to, I mean, even Joe Rogan talks about it. He talks about when you go and work out when you're a little bit st- stoned, it, it's great. Like, yeah. It, it's a great mind-body connection. Um I feel that that translates into playing golf sometimes. I mean, like it's like it's like having a couple beers when you're on the course 100%. versus like just getting trashed. There's the fine line of like being that like really relaxed state versus yeah. like being too intoxicated. Exactly. <laughs> you can you can absolutely overdo it, but I, there is something to be said if you just have you know the right amount. Um, it kind of does take the edge off, and you're able to relax a little bit. For me, it, I find it hard to putt if I'm a little stony. I don't okay. have as, I don't have as much touch. So that would be the downside too, and and just probably a little less focused on on the green, yeah right. It, it, for like the the full swing, I think it really does help because it helps with like tempo and like you know know where my body is in space a little bit. But other than that, um, yeah, anything to do with touch, it kind of fucks me. I mean, just like it's actually not just like because if you if you have if you've had a couple beers or whatever. It's like when you're playing pool, or you're bowling. If you, you can putt a little bit better, I feel if you yeah, kind of you you have less inhibition, right? I feel like sometimes, right? Right, and, of course. And, and you're a little more loose mm-hmm. than you think, uh, and that can obviously go completely haywire, right? As well, um, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, I'm not. It's weird. I guess it just depends on how I feel too, but I'm not the biggest. I don't, I'm not uh, like going to be like, you know, ripping through a ton of J's while I'm playing right. and stuff. I like to just be a little bit lit up and then. And know. it kind of depends where you are, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know? So like what, like w- give me an example of a course that you wouldn't, you hundred percent would not smoke on. And then one that you would h- 100% smoke on like so, I mean, there in lies, it's, you know, how are you going to smoke, yeah. et cetera. So, exactly. So, you can totally so do gummies and shit. Gummies, like, so if I'm at, like, a nice country club type setting, I'm, if I'm a guest at yeah. in any private country club, I'm going to make sure team. that if I do smoke on the course, I'm going to make sure it's cool with the, the, the dude that invited me there. Right. Um, or I'm just going to do, like, a, a little capsule or a gummy. Right. Um, and then, I mean, courses that you got to is like destination tracks, you know, oceanside tracks, which we have a ton of, mm-hmm. uh, or if it's just a nice day. I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like, uh, the, you know, you get out early on a Friday twilight round or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking like specifically for us locally, Sharp Park, you know, on a Friday exactly. or whatever, a random weekday yep. in the afternoon. That's what it's all about. Just yeah, definitely. Fire up a little J along that back ocean bank. Right? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I totally agree. 
like any of your local. I guess it's, it may be not so much the where you're playing, but versus like the setting that you're playing into. Got it. You know. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I think it would it would depend, and like if obviously if you're a guest, you're not gonna be fucking around, right? Yeah. Um. So you're gonna be on your best behavior until you he- see otherwise. Almost. Did we rip any joints, or did we rip like some weed when we played in the tournament at Silverado? Hmm. I don't know if we did. I don't I think, think we, we did. I, I think we were trying really hard. I think we did. I don't. Or, no, I think we didn't. Yeah, I don't think we did. Yeah. Probably had it. We probably probably I probably had a capsule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't. Um, but we did have a beer or two. I thought we did. We did have a beer or two. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think. And now since we've volunteered there at the fort, and we own the joint. Yeah, so, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. I mean, there's definitely been some smoking that's gone on out there. Um, I don't think I would do it in a course that's like super packed. Like if people were coming up to us on the coming up on us like on at the tee box over and over again i'd probably reel it back a little bit yeah i mean if we're at a if we're at our, our muni then fuck it who cares but if we're at a place where people paid like a lot of money or it's a destination spot destination spot yeah probably try to keep it on the on the low a little more yeah definitely um let's see so obviously cbd legal to use in the, on the PGA tour, THC is still very illegal. So if you get tested and you test positive for that, it does uh, you you will face some sort of punishment. I guess allegedly, I've never heard of anybody testing positive for any drugs on the PGA tour. I would so imagine it's pretty lax testing. Um, but you you can still smoke cigarettes and while you play, so there is no rule against smoking heaters out there on the course. I just found that interesting. You can smoke a yeah, cigar. Uh, or, I mean, we see... Angel Cabrera used to rip cigs on the course. John Daly. John Angel, Daly. Miguel Angel Jimenez does... He's got the, the Stogue. Mm-hmm. Um, how about John Daly and his son getting the, the Hooters deal? That's fucking amazing. Who's got it better than little John Daly right Man, now? Man, I mean, he's living the dream. Playing college golf at Arkansas with a Hooters deal. Fucking awesome. NIL. <laughs> you gotta love it. I love seeing that shit. Um, two generations of Hooters spokesmen. Yes, it's great. More power to them. All right, what uh, you got on here? What, what what percentage of golfers do you think partake in weed? It's definitely gone up in the last, like, definitely since the COVID boom. So whatever it was before, I would have guessed maybe twenty five percent. Yeah, I'd say probably even a little more than that. Now I think it's like thirty five percent, maybe a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, because I mean, obviously with it becoming legal statewide and, and, and perhaps in your own state, you get more, you, you see much more. Yeah. Um, and that's where you see like, you know, I think of so many old dudes that <laughs> I've seen like rolling, pull, pulling out their own J's or yeah. ripping pipes on the course and stuff. So yeah, I think like in the thirties is a good range, right. 30 to 35%. I think so. And it's getting more and more unpredictable to like you could you could look at somebody a few years ago and be like okay this person probably is not cool with it now it's like you'll be surprised how many people actually do i mean i've been in i've been in groups where they've like went off and like disappeared thinking i wasn't cool with it and they came back and you could tell and just like damn it's crazy it's hard to tell yeah especially in california shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely um yeah so like i was thinking about this too like cigars and stuff like that you can take on course 
um, and smoke them on the course. But do you think that it ever gets to a point where there's a golf course that offers, you know, cannabis yeah, products? Yeah, my golf course. That's bro. right. That's, that's right. Was, that was my, I had the regular cart girl and the weed cart girl. So, I mean, it can happen, but do you think that that's like on the horizon soon? Um, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Especially like in a spot like Scottsdale, I would think Fucking where you, you test great. it. I love that place, dude. <laughs> and, and, I was I was talking to Jack about Scottsdale. That place is fucking awesome. Um, all right, let's give the people what they want. What are the top five must-have cannabis items in the golf bag? Okay, so you have to exclude two things: a lighter and and, uh, and the obvious and the and, weed and your cannabis source. Right. So you can't can't include those. So five things. I was trying to think about this. Um, one, if you don't have pre-rolls, then you have to obviously bring some sort of rolling apparatus yes. or a pipe. Um, they make really like sneaky ones that are made of rubber or plastic or whatever, so you can just keep them in your bag. Um, and on top of that, you need something. If you're going to roll it or, or break it up, you need a friendly grinder for that mm -hmm. as well. You can't have the ones that are just two pieces. You need a compartment. You need a compartment that catches it. And one thing I always recommend for doing your business in is the top of a golf uh, ball. Yep. Box. 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 Just, you have, got to have a little tray slash box. Um, We've done this thing before. We got a lot of similar similar uh, items here. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then the other thing that I can think of on the top of my head that actually is pretty golf related and cannabis related was those little Puffington. Ball. I know you had one. Oh yeah. I know my dad has a one. Sneak a tote. Sir Puffington. It's Sir like Puff a gag yeah. gift. Yeah, it's a perfect gag gift for a golfer. Um, hides. It's a golf what, ball. What it is? Yeah, it's half. a pseudo little. It's a smaller golf ball, and it just unscrews, and you can grind up some weed and put it in there prior to the round, so you don't got to deal with. And then it's got the little. It's got a little one hitter uh, piece on it. That's a shape of a T. That thing is less necessary. I feel. Like. <laughs> But I think you have to have something like that. Yes. So you that, have to have, that, if you don't, that's if you don't have a double, like a a, a grinder with a compartment. Exactly. Um, honestly, though, it's hard as fuck to smoke in the wind and to prepare in the wind. So I recommend doing all your preparation ahead of time. Yes. Yep. If it's legal where you're at. Yep. Um. All right. What so do you got? I had good grinder slash grinder with a compartment in it. It's funny you brought up. I was gonna say <laughs> Sir Puffington. You yeah, well, get you have that. one. Sir Puffington's awesome. Someone gave it to Mo. I think he's like, I don't fucking need this thing. I was like, dude, <laughs> this is great. I don't like the little sneak a toke. Uh, so I would say a pipe if you're not going to use like joints. Mm -hmm. The 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 uh, the golf box trick is a great trick to have, right? To use that as your rolling tray if necessary. So there's yep. three. Um, but I'm going to go then, the obvious moves, the low-hanging fruit. Have an extra bottle of water if you know you're going to be smoking on course. Because <laughs> it's the worst when you, you've smoked on course and you're, you're high and like you just you know, huge. you've run out of drink. You need something to drink. And you're like, there's no drink in sight. <laughs> uh, and you've got nothing. Uh, so a bottle, of, extra bottle of water and then like some trail mix. Some uh, snack on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to add chapstick too. Yeah, and chapstick. I want to add chapstick. Chapstick too. is very, very needed too. Um, especially you're out in the yeah, wind. If you're playing out, yeah, coastal, dry wind. ass mouth. So you gotta make. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, 
total. Dude, the cotton mouth out there. It can be brutal. I didn't even think of like the aftermath stuff, the stuff that you you do after you smoke. Yeah, I, I just got so uh, chapstick is a chapstick's great. That's a good one. Now I always keep chapstick in my bag though. That's that's drinking snack can fall in one one category. Definitely, trail mix is a must. A good trail mix. <laughs> it's delicious. The motherfucker loves his trail mix. What's the uh gotta get that like peanut butter peanut butter cup lovers trail mix? I, I've never even heard of this. Oh bro. Well who makes that? Just some just like the shitty Walgreens makes it. Oh. It's like Walgreens brand. It's delicious. It's got off brand Reese's pieces, little tiny peanut butter cups. Wow. Peanuts, cashews, almonds. Damn, it's got cashews in there too? You know what? What's like the, the what's fanciest your least, trail mix? What's, I've your, ever what's heard your least favorite part about trail mix? Some the raisins. They, fuck said, raisins. they said, "Get the fuck out!" Raisins. Oh hell and I yes! Didn't put that thing in there. They replaced it with a peanut butter cup. That's American as fuck. Ooh, tell you what. Tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> get, get out of here, fruit. We're gonna put a peanut butter cup in this bitch. I love Sorry, it. Central Valley raisin farmers. <laughs> um, what's what do you think is the uh, highest or most stunner thing you've ever done? On the golf course. I had to think about this. Oh, fuck. Want me to give you a minute? And I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. I've got one I, that immediately I, comes to mind, but go ahead. So a recurring thing is I forget where my ball is. That's the number one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking, I watch it every single time, but like, in between the walk there or the ride there, I'm like, oh shit. Was or it, it happens, or you know, too, like when you're playing with your boys and you're trying to watch everyone's ball. And if you hit first, you're like, well, shit, now I've watched three balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, totally. Um, and I think the spill we almost took at Laguna Seca. <laughs> oh shit! Was the was the, the that was a poor judgment and depth perception? And, yes, uh, and physics. <laughs> yeah, yes, that was, and yes, that was. Well, I did. I personally didn't want to uh, make that move, but that was. Uh, yeah, that was that was something. Yeah, that was that's uh, why I said it was mine. That, that was definitely the because I was the driver. Yeah, um, almost wrecked the cart. It was the biggest save, I think. I've ever seen on a golf course. <laughs> that was that was great. Almost ruined the weekend oh, dude, because we your fucking shoulder got ruined. Um, but we held that thing up in a team effort. Hella cat like that it's was amazing. Some, that was some good reflexes. I got I got to say I I pushed it. No, I was completely you pushed down, it. Yeah, and I pulled it. <laughs> I was completely down on the other side of the over in that little gully, and I had to try to. I hit a good shot, but like my heart was all racing and shit. <laughs> dude, we had a good, um okay so yes i'll forget where my my ball is sometimes um also i think is just terribly misread some putts and misgauge speed at times Mm -hmm. um and then the highest thing i've ever done probably is playing with Tyson. me and him were playing at metro one day and it was a it was like super slow some saturday so I think I roasted like a whole joint on the the ninth tee, and we're <laughs> we're playing. I hit a drive. I was over in those like I was past those those bunkers, off to the right side and like over into the, the other side of the where on the ninth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I grabbed a five iron, 
And because I was looking at 18 birdies and it was showing me at like one, <laughs> 190 something, 180 something out. And I was like, golly, it does not seem like that. I remember telling <laughs> Tyson, I was like, this just doesn't seem like 180, right? And uh, he's like, I don't know, dude, just trust it, right? Because we were walking. And so great advice, T. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I uh, I grab a five iron and I I hit this thing on top of it being far too much club. Uh, <laughs> I also sculled it too, so this thing oh, juiced. Fuck. And there was there's always a wedding on a Saturday. Yeah, going so on. He- this thing was just going dead straight to a wedding. Luckily. There, the wedding was not going on, but it went into where the seats and shit were. Um, God damn! It dude. was it was an absolute rocket, an absolute <laughs> rocket. And then I figured so stoner move. I figured out uh, that I was on the wrong hole. I was on the eighth hole and setting it up on my eighteen. Oh, so, it was so I was just direction. reading some other fucking direction, yeah, and giving me to the distance to the eighth hole from where I was. Over the, back over the valley, <laughs> oh my God. yeah, dude. I should have been hitting like a nine iron or something. Just nuked this, yeah, <laughs> nuked five into that that area where all the chairs were set up and shit. Oh my God, I thought about that because like there's there's nothing protecting the people at the wedding right there, um, and they're always having fucking weddings there. I know exactly what you're talking about though because that that hole is usually like a driver nine iron or something like yes. that, eight iron. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're in the other fairway slightly i was like over the path so that you know there's like okay. those bunkers yep, yep. and then there's the path and then your fescue and then it's like another hole from right. the front nine right so i was over the path but like and i was like shit i've never been this far out uh or this close right was what i was thinking i was like there's no way it's like 190 i've been like back you know way yeah. off into that other fairway mm-hmm uh and that's one you've had wedge in there several times that's funny (laughs) uh yeah dude well that's yeah yeah. so i I was on the wrong hole miss misread the yardage and just completely juiced it (laughs) good thing nobody was fucking there quite fun um good shit anything else we're gonna move on to pga talk i think that that wraps that wraps it up (laughs) we can roll on into pga (laughs) i love it perfect (laughs) zurich classic um i didn't honestly i didn't do too much homework on this hell uh, no because i knew that we were going to be participating in in uh in 420 today well and you also know why because no one really cares about the zurich classic right right um but i did i did think it was uh interesting to look up like it's obviously a team-based game and i was wondering how the teams essentially happen and it's the first people who are invited is like a list of people who get invited and then they can select a teammate. Um, and the teammate just has to either have like, has to basically qualify based mm-hmm. on a PGA active card holder and some other criteria, like their ranking in the world golf ranking yeah. or something like that. So, um, do they know who gets picked last? I don't know. I'm sure we could find out if we look it up. But I thought it'd be notable to go, or I think it'd be, I thought it'd be oh, cool. Oh, Bill Haas is playing with his dad? Yeah, I thought it'd be cool to go through and um, give some team names to these pairings here. Cause there's, okay. and, and so I found some notable ones. The main one uh, that stood out was Cantley, Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley. 
And weren't they killers in the Ryder Cup? Yeah, 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 yeah. I found our bet, bro. A couple of our guys. Sorry to just... No, go ahead. Team... This I got a name for these guys. Team winner. Team Bo Hostler, Sahit Tigala. And Sahit plus nine thousand. Oh shit. That's not bad at all. I haven't seen do they Tagala play for these? I haven't seen Tagala um play in a while. Uh do you know how he's been doing? I well, because I don't think he, he, he can he didn't qualify for the Masters. He was on exemptions. In those tournaments. Right. Right? So. That's why him not winning was a big deal. Second place is good, but. Yeah, I'm not sure. Do they do top fives, top tens for these? Oh, they do do a top ten. Plus 550 top ten. For them? Yep. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. And Haas is playing great. I mean. I feel like he's like one one guy that I've latched on to. Need to bet on him more. Um. All right. Sorry, I cut cut us off there. On, but we got on, so okay. We got name. we got Cantley and Xander. If you all had right. to pick a, a team name, what would it be? Uh, that is Team American Psycho. I like that. Um, way better than mine. I, I Team Psychopath was what I was going with, and then okay. I had and then I had. Team, I mean, but on the same on the same right. lines there. Yeah, or Team Consistency. They're just gonna kill you, fucking boringly. I feel. Yeah. Um, the next team, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit here with Cam Smith and Mark Leishman. Um, I didn't even I couldn't even think of I couldn't even think of one. The the easy part would be or the easy call would be uh like something down under or Australian related. Yes, some sort of Kiwi related remark. Yeah. I mean you got Smith who's a diabolical putter, Leishman who's got Great iron game. Um, that one was a little, a little bit more difficult. I've got like first team kind of like all, I, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but like first team all dirtbag. If you look at like them winning last year, Smith with the mustache and and the mullet and the mullet, Leishman kind of just looks like like a <laughs> like just like a generic dirtbag type dude, you yeah. know? Uh, used car salesman, team used car salesman. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, it could be from the yeah, yeah. I totally, the, I, uh, I totally get it. I'm trying to think. Damn, I was trying to get something with like a down under rhyme. I yeah, no, it's yeah, it's. I mean, thunder from down under. Uh, yeah, that one's a little bit more. I mean, it, it, that one's too obvious. Yeah, uh, Lowry and Poulter. I thought I'll, one's one's beer and one's one drinks like tea, right? But I couldn't come up with anything on that one. <laughs> well, they both drink beer. Um, mm, that is true. Shit, Lowry and Poulter. A Shane Lowry watching Shane Lowry over the weekend. He had him an, an eventful end to that tournament on Sunday. Uh, yeah. But uh, he's very fun to watch. He's very animated on course. So let's do like the uh, ah, shit. I don't. I, it just, not- this is just good. This is just good phonetically. But I I like Poulter, so I don't. I hate saying this. But what about the Leprechaun and the Loser? Oh shit! 
<laughs> oh man, that's fucking great. <laughs> Poulter, I love you, dude. Uh, oh man, but <laughs> that's way better than I could have came up with. Um, you realize this this game is just catered towards me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Garcia and Fleetwood. Um, I I Ooh. thought of one was. And it's kind of fucked up because Fleetwood's got a, kind of a crooked grill, or at least he used to have a really bad one. And so I was... Well, he's British, bro. Right. So I was going to be... Garcia and Fleetwood would be smile... Or, uh, cry, cry now, smile later. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty goddamn good. That's pretty good. Um, the rest of these are pretty tough. I don't think I can... I don't think I can go better than cry now, smile later. That's pretty fucking... I think these guys should have to. Basically, my whole point about doing this was they need to. They should have to come up with their own team name. I think. Yeah, I like. Um, man. Yeah, there, there's some tough ones. I had a good one for Hatton and Willett. I just forgot about it. You got Neiman and Mito Pereira, the British Bulldogs, something like that. I think it was along that line. Neiman and Nito, or Neiman and Mito. Uh, South American, right? Yeah, they're both from Chile, right? So oh, they're both from get, Chile. You can okay, get into the phonetics once again in the Chilean. It's kind of the same thing as know, as as Smith and Leishman a little bit. A little bit. Um, Hatton Willett. Give me some time here, Jocko and Mio. I mean, that's actually a pretty cool cool name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like the. Uh, hmm. <laughs> it's hard, dude. It's tough. I'm trying to get a good little alliterate uh, eh, alliteration. I don't think it's gonna happen. Chilean. Ah, shit. Uh, what else we got on here? Scheffler and Palmer. That one's too. That one's boy. Team team boar. Yeah. Um, Sunday school team. Sunday school. Couple good old Christian Southern boys. Yeah, I mean um, Rose and Stenson. That's kind of another. That's like that's like Team Euro Sunday School. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the washed up Euros. Gooch and Homa, like that's a name that you. There's can, something that you could do there. Dude, how about I this? put Gooch and Homa Team there. Max Gooch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been, the answer was Max Gooch right in front of us the entire time. Gooch and Miss Maximus. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Um, all right, so should we just go into into some gambling? That game that game was fun. Uh, yeah, but what about why not why not try this next year? Let's just make this a PGA LPGA event next year. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, come on, no one cares about this tournament right now. Um, a lot more people watch once we put in our Sahit Tagala and. Bo Hostler bets. Well, what's on the schedule for the L- LPGA this week? It's Not the a- LA Open, so that's probably why they don't do it. Sounds like but you can just conflict. move that. It's uh, the LA Open. I forget what course it's played at. It's played at an old course, right in, right in like fucking Hollywood. Uh, but Jin Young Ko's back. All, everyone's playing. Jess Corda, not Nels. But we should have some good uh, ladies golf action. But let's go... Let's see what we got here. Let's pick yeah, a few. Let's pick a few uh, Zurich classics. 
What's the Cantley uh, Shoffley? Cantley Shoffley to win, to win, win is plus nine hundred. That's not that, not that good. I want. Ooh, okay. If I'm just scooting down, I I see uh, Varner and Bubba <clears throat> I, plus twenty five hundred. I like. Um, I like Team Canada, Hadwin and Svensson at plus 4,500. I like our long shot at plus, uh, plus 9,000, uh, the Hostler and Tigala. Yeah, that's to win. And do they do top 10s? Yeah, they have top 10s. So we'll go top 10 these. Um I'm definitely going to bet on Hostler and the Varner because uh, Hostler and um, Tagala. Tagala and Varner and Watson. That just sounds to me because you got a guy like Varner who's playing really well right now. Yeah. And you, and got, you Bubba got Bubba who, who can, can kind of mentor him and, and still fucking make some shots when needed. Yeah. Well, I mean, he birdies a lot, of, a, a lot, Bubba does. But the thing is, is he fucks up Royal. It's also a lot, a lot like uh, the Leishman Cam Smith combo that won last year as far as like, you know, that the elder nasty. guy. Yeah. Um, dude, HV3 been playing some great golf this season and a little bit overshadowed by some guy that's won a bunch of tournaments, uh, mm-hmm. in the last month. But HV3 has been playing probably next to Scotty Scheffler, the best golf on the PGA tour. Yeah. He's looking really good. I mean, he's challenged. That win, that win he got at the fucking whatever in the Saudis, uh, or at the, wherever the hell they were when he hit that eagle. That long ass bomb. It was like a hundred foot putt or some shit like that. He beat, insane. he beat his partner. He beat Bubba. With that putt, love it. Ooh, I like that bet too. All right, so what are we on? I, Top I we got we got Bub. Um, okay, I threw Hadwin and Svensson out there. Those are the three I like. I like Varner Watson plus twenty five hundred. I like Hadwin Svensson plus forty five hundred, and I like uh, the bomb Tagala and Hostler at plus nine thousand, and then. We'll go. What's the uh, Neiman top ten? Per, what's the Neiman? They're per? they're up there. They're favorites. Oh, okay. So their top ten is plus two ten. Bubba and Varner. So oh, they're the same as same odds as Bubba and Varner. Bubba and Varner are plus two ten. Top ten as well. Hadwin and Svensson plus their uh, three fifty. Top ten. All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm jumping on the the Hostler Varner uh, to win, um, and I might just double down with the Hostler top ten. I'm betting. Here's what I'm also doing. I'm going. You need a first round leader. Yep. I'm Who? putting I'm putting Varner and Watson and uh, Hostler and Tagala first round leaders. Oh, shit. All right. Any other bets? Nope. All right. See, we didn't think we had bets, and now we got all kinds of bets. Now we got all kinds of bets going. All right, right should we finish our up and down? Yep, let's do it. All right. Um, I'll go first for my <coughs> uh, Excuse me. Get to get to play a new course on Sunday. That's an up. Um, baseball is back is my second. Yep. Shout out to the San Francisco Giants. Looking really good again with a bunch of people that – I had really never heard of before. 
Still, they're still bringing up guys. They're still just bringing up Luke guys. Williams. I mean, they bring they bring up these guys I've never even heard of, and they I'd, instantly contribute. So, shout out to the Giants organization. It's been a really fun two years. Um, and the and then up is the Warriors. Yeah, dude. Golden State Warriors good. look good with that that three guard the boys, lineup they the boys have. Boys playing healthy. Um, it's they uh, they're gonna be a problem. Really, really fun to watch. The most exciting basketball they've played in two, three years. So um, that's my up. What do you got? Uh, my ups, yeah, I'm excited to play this weekend. I uh, thought I wasn't going to be able to swing a club for a little while, nursing a little shoulder injury, but I'm good. And uh, I think I'm, again, just excited to get out there and play, get a course review out. Um, other up was uh, uh, I'm spacing now. Okay. Ups were um, playing. God damn it! I had a golf related up. Forgot about it. Whatever. Um, and then I agree with you. Baseball season's back. It's great to have baseball back. Um, we'll get out to a game, and uh, and then downs. My only downs are. Hmm. Oh, oh! I, I forgot my up, dude. Jordan Spieth. Oh yeah, won the RBC. Um, first win as a father. Cool to see Spieth win. Went out there, shot a nice low round on Sunday, and put a he won put on a Sunday without a putter. It was uh, insane. Yeah, he just put well. He put a score up and then just sat and waited. He thought he was going to be in a playoff, but yeah. uh, the more like dude, Spieth. He's he. I don't know. I feel like he can't not root for that guy. Right. right. He's so he's so cool. He seemed hella cool at the at uh, the AT and T. Mm-hmm. Saw him sign. I saw him stop and sign like every autograph and ball that he possibly could sign. He's just uh, a really electric player. He hits he hits hero shots like all the fucking. He's time. He's always talking to his caddy and is caught on on camera too, which is cool. Um, so always great to see Spieth win. Um, and then yeah, the uh, the downs I have are. Uh, down on just not having the Zurich Classic be a LPGA PGA combo event, and <laughs> the other downs I have, I don't have any other downs. So it's all it's all ups, bro. Good, good, good. I love it. Um, the only down I have is the Debo Samuel situation here for the Niners. This is a, this is a sports related um, up and down this week, but uh, Debo is one of our family's favorite players and to see them kind of have a rift right now. He hasn't, he's requested a trade apparently do football stinks. Oh, like man. the, uh, the brutalness of, of how cutthroat of a business it is stinks. Cause you get attached to players and it's just, it's tough. Yeah. Um, legit too. You want that guy to get paid. Uh, I think he's a little bit out of, out of line on this one, but, We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully he ends up getting paid. Hopefully you don't trade him to anyone in the AFC West other than the Broncos. No, we probably only trade him to uh, the New York Jets or the the Lions out there. Get that draft capital. All right. That's all I got. Um, We'll do the course review next week. Looking forward to it. Great, good, good episode. Fun to celebrate 420 with you. I should erupt my up and downs down. Well, I mean, when you partake, see, this is why you shouldn't do too much cannabis, folks, but... Um, good shit this week. Can't wait to play, and we'll be back again next week. Yep. Peace. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week for a course review of Indian Valley. 
a Zurich recap, and much, much more. Lastly, sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.